Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. On improvised weapons. Uh, this might be the first time ever that Yarfik has been wanted. <laughs> I said Dane Cook over here. Wow, I am really good at adventuring. You know that old saying, there's a million ways to grease a cat? Sure. We're talking about scars and Joker. Yes. So it's going to be like a Scar Joe. Don't you know how curses work? <laughs> okay. Why did Renick show up at the tower and start licking the walls? Should yes. we all change disguises? <laughs> Excellent metaphor, if I do say so myself. <laughs> Greetings! This is Improvised Weapons. To our returning fans, sup. And to any new listeners joining us, we'll greet you in the style of the bards. Welcome! You are obviously more than allowed to dive in here, but if you'd like to get up to speed, episode 100 starts with a mega recap of the whole story so far. Now, on to the exciting stuff. As of this episode, we are partnered with Codename Entertainment, makers of the video game Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. What is that, you ask? Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms is a D&D strategy game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams in a single grand adventure. What does our partnership mean for you? It means that we will be giving out a special code every week for a free in-game gold chest. And if you're not currently a player of the game, why not? It's free, fun, and addictive. I'm literally playing it right now. Check it out at CodenameEntertainment.com. Idle Champions is available on PS4, Xbox One, Steam, Google Play, and the App Store. 
The code will be coming about halfway through the episode, so keep your ear holes open and then open our chest. Now, let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on the show, the gang decided to go off in search of the reliquary and any magical items they might be able to steal. Ildov, Cassian, and Eowyn maintained their existing disguises, and Ildov did her best to cover Yarfik's more distinctive features, though in the end it was decided that he just keep his hood up and his head down. On the road, they passed by a Nothic. Knowing it would be able to see through Ildov and Eowyn's magical disguises, they attempted to shield them from view by stepping off the road and having Ildov feign vomiting. Most passers-by gave them a wide berth. However, Yarfik noticed that though the Nothic didn't stop, it never took its eye off them. Thinking they might have been made, they decided to hustle, hustle, hustle. And that is where we pick up. Double time into the reliquary. Yeah. Okay. So you uh, finish up. Turns out I did not have to puke. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sneeze. <laughs> yeah. So you uh, continue walking on, uh, maybe with a little more pep in your step, walking a little, uh, a little more briskly, and you make your way past uh, Quaylar's lab. Um, anything you want to do? Do you want to take a peek? No, I think we want to keep going. Yeah. What do you guys think? Keep, keep move on. So you walk past, uh, continue on for. Just remember the distances for everything. Um, so as of right now, you've walked uh, a little over a mile, uh, continuing past Quaylar's lab. You sort of round. Uh, you're sort of walking through a lot of what looks like housing now, um, until you make it to uh, the point where you can see the bridge ahead of you. Uh, and this bridge, uh, both Awen and Ildov will remember, is sort of the bridge over the river that is uh, central to where all of the Snake Bros are. So on. The uh, sides of the bridge are two snakehead bros, uh, just sort of like standing guard. Uh, they don't seem to be doing anything in particular or looking for anything in particular. They're just sort of like casting eyes over everyone that walks by. And you can see the sides of the river itself are very reed-filled. And they all continue uh, flowing southward towards this larger uh, underground lake that has a lot more like swampish vegetation all around the edges of it, uh, including these like large mud mounds that have those big, the, the big, like the giant snakes with female heads uh, are, are curled around a lot of those big mounds, but they're probably like mm, quarter of a mile away from you. Okay. Um, do we have time before we get to the snake bros for Ildov to look like Rennick? Uh, you could probably uh, duck behind, uh, sort of duck into some of the housing that's off the side of the road somewhere, so you could be out of out of sight to do that. Sure. Want to do that? Okay. Okay. Uh, so are you all ducking, or is are you just letting Ildov go by herself? Maybe one of us go with her. I don't know. I'll I'll I'll, I'll go with. Okay. Uh, let's get uh, stealth rolls from the two of you. I just remembered. I have my medium armor on. I can be stealthy again. Well, that's a nat 20 for stealth. I got an 18. Um, so the two of you break off from the crowd and and let yourselves flow like water into this an alcove uh, between a couple of buildings. Uh, and you're, you're pretty sure no one can see you. Nice. Cool. Uh, then I 
disguise myself as Rennick. Okay. And I'm just keeping a lookout. So you disguise uh, disguise yourself as uh, Rennick, the drow, uh, who is uh, was until recently in control of that large crystal chamber, and step back out into the flow of traffic, meeting up again with uh, with Eowyn and Yarfik, and you continue to walk up. As you approach the bridge, really not much happens. The uh, the snake bros once again they're just sort of like passing their eyes over everybody as they as they walk through, and you don't get a second glance. All right, you're fine. Nice. <laughs> It'll still be helpful when we get it. <laughs> All right, onward. Okay, you continue yeah. on, and uh, to your right as you travel, you can see. There's a lot more of that, like, sort of low stone housing. But here, a lot of it seems to be uh, broken down uh, purposely. Like, uh, And you can actually see that some of the snake bros are carefully chiseling out the walls and, like, dragging out these large stone slabs that they're laying near the water's edge, near what look like volcanic vents of some kind. Um, and there are other of these slabs that are already there, and those large uh, snakes with the female heads uh, are like curled up on the stones uh, as if they were sunning themselves which obviously there's no sun here but they're they're clearly using these for like warmth of some kind but as you continue on eventually you find the place uh, where the road turns off uh, and you take that left turn and you travel up um, all told now, you've probably walked one, two, three, four. Uh, you're on like five miles of walking right now. Jesus. Um, so this has been about an hour's worth of travel. So just, oh boy. you're at about T minus 15 now, just to, to keep okay. us all on the clock. As you walk north, uh, you pass on the right. There is this sort of arena-ish slash barracks-y place uh, where as you peer in, you can see soldiers are being trained. They currently have a whole bunch of uh, targets set up and they're doing archery practice. And then there, dead ahead of you, is a building very similar to uh, to Renick's quarters. Uh, however, the inside is set up like an evil Apple store almost. It's just <laughs> like uh, pedestal style tables going down both sides, like 10 on each side and at each table is a single person in a purple robe uh, hunched over some item of some kind, all diligently testing, taking notes, doing all sorts of stuff. Uh, the doors are wide open. There are no guards. What you doing? Walking right in. Do we recognize if the gnome is there? Do you re if, if the gnome is there? You mean Tizo? Yeah. Yes, Tizo. Sorry. Uh, let's get some perception checks from everybody. That's another natural 20. I got a four. 11. 21. Okay. You, there are no gnomes. So it would appear that Tizo is not here. Okay. Um, I'm, ooh. Uh, I'm going to telepathically connect with Cassian and be like, do you think I should ask one of these, one of these dudes? Where Tizo is? Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be a good call. Go for it. All right. Uh, I'm gonna tap one of them on the shoulder, very purposefully. Make sure you're just playing your medallion. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so there are there are ten tables on each okay. side. So where where who are you approaching? Uh, I'm 
on the left hand side, maybe the second person in. You tap uh, this person on the shoulder. Uh, it's uh, a female human. Mm-hmm. And she sort of uh, turns around startledly as if she was not expecting that to happen at all. And is like, what is it? I'm looking for Tizo. Tizo's not here. She, she was here earlier today. She's already made her rounds through this building. She's probably traveling north. <sighs> of course. All right. Well, thanks for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Renick of you. And she turns around and goes back to her work. Okay. Um, uh, and- hey, Sam, what's the lighting situation in this place? Uh, it is very well lit, much like the Apple Store. By magic or by torches or what? Uh, sort of a mixture of both. Uh, there are torches along the walls, so there's sort of general light, but many of the tables have a like drift globe over them um, so that they can have more direct light onto whatever they're working on. Um, I give uh, Ildov the sign that I, the little hand sign that I want to telepath, the little... Okay. Oh yeah, the <laughs> circle with the finger going <laughs> oh through God. it. Yeah, okay. This is your mind. This is that me. is <laughs> What that do is you want, kid? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm thinking this is kind of an out there idea, but Eowyn can control flames, right? What if we set this place on fire mm-hmm. and when everybody runs out, we scoop up all the magic items? It's very on brand for us. Um, wow. Are we just going to burn down everything in this <laughs> place? I mean, everything here is evil, so I don't see. Uh, I mean, like I can also win. I can also create a bonfire. Oh, yeah, that's even better. Um, just make fire and I can enhance it with illusion you know we can enhance it with our illusions to make it more seem more terrifying even you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay let's do okay. it <laughs> uh, maybe uh, just make sure that we're that nobody I, I assume all these people can do magic so let's make sure they're not looking when right that happens. they're all like focused on their um, shit right yeah yeah they are all focused on their shit <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not paying attention. They don't care. Okay. So maybe um, set it in the back of the Wait, room so they yeah. Have, what? Yeah. How big is this room again? Uh, the the room is pretty large. It's like the size okay. of a high school gymnasium. Oh, perfect. And is, it, um, is there enough wood and stuff in it that it could plausibly catch fire? I mean, what what's the deal? It's not like 100% stone. Uh, see, right? now you finally asked a question that's useful. <laughs> <laughs> so the the room is, is, and the building itself is stone. Uh, the tables are stone, but all of the tables do have uh, books and papers on them. Mm. Not the books. <laughs> <laughs> Most of it. What if we make it look like it's a magical fire that's like spark, like co- weird colors and like sparking out a lot, so it looks like it like might leap from table to table. You know what I mean? Almost like something magical is going wrong. Right, like, which is plausible. Oh. Like we set one of the tables on fire and, and add effects to it with illusions so that it looks like it's like spitting out like crazy sparks and it's like turning weird colors. Mm-hmm, pyrotechnics. Yeah. Uh, sure. Well, you'll have to take care of that. I can do that with prestidigitation, right, Sam? Yeah, I mean, you can... Or, and but you, you also have like... Uh, yeah, together you could, uh, you could do that. It wouldn't be as, as big as if you were to use one of your illusion spells, but you could do that. Give it the old cassock punch. I mean, I could always drop a major image. I just don't, uh, I'm a little leery of burning a third level spell so soon. I feel like, hmm. I could also do the old Yarfix stumble and fall and distract people while we steal things. I don't know. There's uh, 10 people in uh, here. Yeah. That seems like a big. There's 20 like a people big in here. Flex. Oh, oh, 
Okay. Even, yeah, even more so. Well, I'm not going to burn any spell slots to, I mean, I can cast Create Bonfire as a cantrip, so. Let's see if we can pull this off all with cantrips. If not, yeah. you know, we, we don't really lose much. I'll just cast it far enough away that hopefully they don't connect the fact that we just walked in and now there's suddenly a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could do a little bit of a pratfall and act like I'm knocking over some equipment, but they probably know better than us what all this stuff is, so. Yeah, yeah we don't know what they're doing, so. Yeah. Can we tell, like, if, if there's, like, magic being used? Like, are they... They're just like studying items. Or... Uh, so some of them are are clearly using magic okay. at the moment, okay. um, right. and some of the items definitely look like they are magical. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is definitely like magic afoot. Okay. Um, okay. Like the, none of them look like they're using like an arc welder of magic force or anything <laughs> like that. Like that's fine. I'll just make someone feel real dumb. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna try to find someone who's like the furthest away from us who's using magic that we can like clearly tell sure um, uh we'll say on the the right hand side the the ninth table okay uh there's someone clearly using magic um and, and sam i'm gonna quietly cast prestidigitation on myself now because th- that gives me the ability to do those little tricks for like an hour so mm-hmm. i don't have to wait until after she's done to cast it sure and did you tell yarfik you're doing this you want his help as well yeah i think we're all you know, right. telepathic. Yeah, I connected with you telepathically. To, right. you, know. you guys, you're on a so group he, call. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, pre- he's prepping to, as soon as he sees the bonfire hit, he's going to do a, a make the ground shake around that table with thaumaturgy as if there was like a little mini explosion. Ooh. Rad. Nice. We could really put on quite a show. Just yes. something to think about for after this adventure if we want to like tour as a theater <laughs> troupe or <Yeah>. something. <laughs> I have been waiting for one of you to say that for <laughs> so long. Um, all right, so I cast Create Bonfire in that area. Um, and I start enhancing it with prestidigitation to, like, to like every couple of seconds, like, change um, to, like, a violet electric purple and, like, throw off a huge shower of sparks. And, of course, the ground and the table shake. They don't break, but they shake violently. Okay, so we've so, got Bonfire, yeah. Sparks, and Shaky Ground. All just one after the other. This entire adventure's been on shaky ground, okay? <laughs> yeah. So also, bonfire, sparks, shaky ground, also what? Uh, let's just, like, spread out a little bit so that it doesn't look like we're just in this weird cluster of the room all, like, <laughs> staring at where all this stuff is happening. Like, staring at that one person, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to pretend that we're, like, on our way out. Oh, good call. How about yeah. that? And then I just kind of, like, try to stealthily, like, turn around and cast it so it isn't, you know, obvious. So you do uh, all of these things. So you all spread out a little bit uh, so as not to be in this one clump of people all staring at one table. (laughs) Ildov casts Create Bonfire. Cassian, using his prestidigitation, makes these sparks sort of fly up out of it. And Yarfik, using Thaumaturgy, makes the ground begin to shake. And as that all happens, you see this person uh, looks like a half-orc, bald, so it's kind of hard to tell if it's a, a man or a woman from behind. But their head sort of, like, pops up and back as if they're surprised. And then you see that they, like, slap the edge of the table. You can't quite see what it is that, that they're doing. Uh, but as they do that, the drift globe that's above the table sort of emits this cone downward. And the bonfire and the sparks and the shaking as the cone comes down, they all just go away. Damn it. Interesting. Um, 
It it looks very similar to like like the flame hood on a chemistry set. Mm. Yeah, it's a cone of dispel magic. Well, I I don't think we're gonna be able to burn this place down. Uh, no, I really just wanted to clear it. Is there any other way we can get everybody else out? Mm. I mean, the worry is if they have magical items that are using magic, we may be in for a small fight here. That would be terrible. I don't. Twenty. I don't people. think we have time to like fight anyone. Right. Can we steal something? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, I, I'm very steely. Um, if, if <laughs> they call me Steely Dan. If somebody wants to do like a nice uh, distraction, I could probably at least scoop a few items up with my sleight of hand powers. Oh, I mean, I guess I have. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I could try to steal stuff too. Yarvik, maybe you want to. Just, you know, Start play the talking. fool again. Yeah, Yarvik, you want to, like, accidentally kill a defenseless civilian again? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, it worked. Uh, oh, gosh. Yeah, I can I can create a distraction. Give me a moment. And I walk to the center of the room. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, in view of everyone, I, I, I tap my foot on the, on the floor. If I could have your attention, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Oh, no. I'm sidling over to the nearest table, Sam. I'm just going to... I don't know what any of this stuff is, so I'm just going to take what I can get once their eyes are on him. Okay. Yeah, same. So, uh, Yarfik, what are you... What are you doing? Casting Thaumaturgy again. Uh, I am <laughs> going to shake the room and make the uh, the, the um, braziers that are in it like flare up horribly. And I'm going to okay. say, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm kind of lost most wanted. <laughs> Oh, no. Hey, psst. over here. You looking for a code? We got a code here for a free gold chest for idle champions of the Forgotten Realms. And since it's our first one, this code will be valid until October 16th. Here it is. O Y E S V I N T E D D Y. That code again is O Yes. Vin, Teddy, happy idle championing. Back to the show. But I'm kind of lost most wanted. Oh, no. Like, you to oh, my t- God. Have a chance to grab me or what? make an name for oh yourself. Oh, my God. Now's your chance, and I'm going to beeline straight out of the damn place. Uh, okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh no. Awen goes, came up with on the fly. I'm going to get him, and then takes off after him. <laughs> And I'm going to use a quick minor illusion to have somebody say, there's a huge reward on that dwarf. Get him. <laughs> Yarfik's running and going, hee 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 roll performance. <laughs> that is a 19. Yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> with a plus one to performance. Uh, Yarfik, you, with thaumaturgy, you make the braziers flash uh, and you make the room quake just a bit. And uh, you you proclaim yourself to be Canaloth's most wanted, um, and you sort of like throw your hood back, showing that you are a dwarf, uh, and then you turn around and run out the door. Right, and my plan is to get out the door as quick as possible, and then since it's a stone room, beeline around the corner of the door and meld into the stone if I need to. Okay. So this is my new favorite spell that you have, <laughs> <laughs> where he just like becomes the wall. Uh. So, 
I you am the ball. run. Uh, you you say these things. Um, a bunch of of heads turn. Uh, not all of the heads, but but probably half the heads in the room turn. Um, and as you say that and dash out the room, three of them go running out after you. Uh, two from the left and one from the right. Um, Anybody near me? Sort of, kind of. I mean, they're not... I mean, you could easily make your way over to where they were. The other people who are in the room sort of continue to look and then go back to their work. But I want to resolve what Yarfik is doing first. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, so, uh, Yarfik, you run out the door that sort of uh, uh, like barracksy training grounds. Uh, it looks like there's a, a small regiment leaving there as as you are leaving the door. Um, you're not like running directly into them. They, they don't abut each other that closely. Um, right. They're probably like 30 feet away from you, give or take. Mm-hmm. And they're like dead ahead along the road that that you are that the building opens up onto. Um, so you run out. You can hear footsteps following you out of the room, um, and you would have noticed that all of the people in the room were taller than you, and and therefore have a greater movement speed than you do. Um, right. So just food for thought. Uh, so you run out. Uh, are you going left or right? I'm going right. Okay. So you run out. Uh, you hang a right turn. Uh, are you trying to like go all like how far around the building are you? Not going? even that far. As soon as I get out of the corner and like out of their line of sight behind me, I'm gonna go right and like touch the wall and jump in. Okay. Um, so you uh, run out, you skid fishtail and and go around, and then you uh, touch the wall and cast meld with stone um, and just sort of merge right into it. Cast, uh, cast, uh, roll a perception check to see if you hear them following you. That is a 15. Um, so you, uh, you, well, you have disadvantage. Oh, right. Sorry. That is a 12. 12. Um, so you, uh, you do hear some, like, plodding footsteps. Um, you don't know how long they stay there you can't hear if they say anything but you definitely heard like some running coming to an abrupt stop Uh-oh. not much i can do yeah there, there really isn't um and then there's sort of a couple of moments a couple more moments roll perception again with disadvantage natural one <laughs> you don't hear anything they might all be right. gone, for all you know. Perfect. I, it worked. And then you go flying out of the wall. Yeah. Seems that they must have seen you or figured something out and then cast Dispel Magic. Aye, aye. Which is not a surprise that they all have the ability to do that, given no, what they're no. working on in there. But they cast Dispel Magic, and you go flying out of the wall, basically into their arms. Back to Cassian. Uh, you have uh, the, the ones who left the room... Uh, there was the second table on the left side. The uh, let me just sorry, I just want to get to the right one. Um, one, two, three. So I okay, I did. I didn't want to interrupt the action while mm-hmm. you were resolving what Yafrik was doing. But what I what I had what I wanted to do was when the people that are at the table I'm standing next to look at Yarfik's distraction. Mm-hmm. I want to scoop 
the items off the table as sneakily as possible and then run, like, join the group running after Yarfik as okay. I pocket the stuff. Gotcha. Um, so go ahead and uh, roll a sleight of hand. Okay. Do I have advantage for Yarfik's distraction or anything? Uh, they they have disadvantage on their check against you. Okay, cool, cool. Um, that is a 25. So your hand flies across the table uh, and closes around uh, an object. You you don't even have time to look at what it is. Sure. But you, you grab this object uh, and quickly just stuff it into uh, a pouch at your belt. And then okay. you're going to then... go running off? Yep, I'm out the door after the, you know, after the group with the RFA. Okay, so you go uh, running off, uh, and the group uh, that was following Yarfik uh, has made it around to the corner of the building. The ground here is uh, sort of a little bit muddy, uh, because uh, mm. largely because of the river and the, the lake. Um, so footprints just lead right into the side of the wall. Um, and you can see them sort of inspecting it, sort of like touching it with their hands. Um, and then one of them just sort of gives like a, ah, oh, screw this and casts Dispel Man. Okay, while I'm approaching them, can I cast Enhance Ability on myself without them noticing? Uh, yeah, roll, roll Sleight of Hand. Okay. Uh, 24. Yeah, they don't, they're, they're paying attention to what they're doing. They're not looking at you. Okay. So I'm casting Eagle Splendor on myself to give myself advantage on charisma checks. Okay. Um, and as they shoot Yarfik out of the wall, I'm going to stride up and grab him by the arm and say, Good work, boys. We've been after this fugitive for days now. <laughs> <laughs> I tracked him here to this room, but I couldn't have caught him without your help. <laughs> Roll uh, Deception Kay. with disadvantage. Uh, well, I have advantage from Eagle Splendor. So oh, well then just roll out? it flat. Yeah, so that'll cancel out. Uh, what is my deception bonus? Okay, that's a 24 again. Okay, well, um, great. Uh, <laughs> you know, just just for just so you know, uh, yes. I feel like the reward should really go to us, though, because like, we're the ones who, who caught him. Absolutely. I'm not in this for the money. I'm in this to get revenge on the surface world for killing my wife. <laughs> but you will have Elder Zone's gratitude, rest assured of that. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, I'm Gabriel, uh, this is Thacris, and this is Keel. I make a big show of writing their names down, and I say, Boys, your luck just turned around. You're going to remember this day as the day it all started coming up, coming up aces for you. <laughs> Go go have yourselves a drink and celebrate. I'll be I'll be catching up with you as soon as I get this guy to HQ. Oh, oh great, great. Um, but I frog march Yarkvik off. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, march him off. What are you just grabbing him by like the scruff of the neck? Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. And and well, I'm actually I'm gonna sort of yank his arms behind his back. You know, like I'm sort of perp walking him, uh, and you know, just sort of drag him off. Okay, uh, I'm gonna. I'm- I'm going to try to surreptitiously say to you, remember, find a place for us to hide quick. Otherwise, the army will see us. You got it. You got it. Eowyn had run with the group. Yes, Eowyn was with the group. Mm-hmm. So uh, as uh, Cassian comes in and and sort of just steamrolls and, and like takes Yarfik into his quote unquote custody, 
uh, and the other three are are left to their own devices. What is Eowyn doing? Eowyn just kind of like as soon as Cassian steps in uh, to like collect Yarfik, she just kind of like sidles up behind him, like like she's what? with him, like she's like oh you know backing him up and okay. just keeping an eye on Yarfik for him too. Okay. And Ilda, uh, uh, was there anything that I could steal? Uh, did, did you want to do something similar to what Cassian did? Just sort of like try and scoop as yeah. as Yarfik causes his distraction? Yeah. Uh, roll sleight of hand. Um, that's a 24. Yeah. 24 is a <laughs> popular TV show. Um, <laughs> um, Stop biting my style. <laughs> uh, so you standing on the opposite side of the room. So Cassie was on the left. You were mm-hmm. on the right. Mm-hmm. You uh, also just the person at this table, uh, their head snaps back when, when Yarfik makes his proclamation and you just reach out grab like blindly not even looking just grab you feel your hand hit something close your fingers around it and take it and just stuff it into uh the inside of like a pocket on the inside of your robe as you also like look astonishedly at Yarfik, like oh my god it's cattle it's most wanted um and uh and they they they're one of the people that went running off so like they look back and they don't even notice. Okay. Or they rather they don't look back, so they don't notice that anything is missing. Um, and then, yeah. So everyone runs out, and I kind of just like throw my hands up, like oh, and then I leave. <laughs> 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 so you throw your hands up and leave the room, uh, and go outside, and you can see farther down the road, uh, Cassian is like dragging Yarfik off. Eowyn is sort of following along behind them as if she's part of the posse. They're maybe like 20, 30 feet ahead of you, not very far. Now what? Can I telepathically connect with them? Uh, yeah, you, the range this? is 30 feet. So. Okay, yeah. So I, I'm i going to shoot a quick memo to Cassian, just like, <laughs> just like, hey, I'm behind you. To whom it may concern. <laughs> <laughs> um, per my last email. Uh... Oh, <laughs> I guess I'm going to say, hey, I'm behind you. I'll catch up with you guys soon. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Am I able am I able to respond? Yes. Okay, great. Um, just, I guess, just uh, keep, you know, keep an eye shot of, uh, of us for the moment. I don't think we want to necessarily be a big obvious group right now. Sam, where are we relative to those soldiers you were talking about? Uh, the soldiers are ahead of you now. Sort of, you're walking in the same direction. Um, oh, okay. And they are going down the road. Okay. And... Uh, how far away am I by now from the reliquary room? Call it uh, 100 feet. We want to start heading north. Is that That's right, guys. We're, we're yeah. trying yeah. to find Tizo. Yeah. Are the soldiers also heading north, Sam? Uh, technically, you're heading south right now because of uh, mm-hmm. the how the roads are laid out. Okay. Um, so you're heading south to a road that sort of heads north and west. And then that connects with a north road that will take you back up towards the the mesa. Okay, so I'm gonna kind of just like keep a hand sort of on Yarfik um, in case those guys are still watching from the um, place. But otherwise, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and like avoid attracting too much attention. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Back up. Yeah, I'll I'll pop, I'll pop the hood up on him discreetly, and uh, and I'll just kind of. I want to ideally walk so that, like, from this distance, if those guys are looking at us from the place, it'll still look like I have a hand on Yarfik, like I'm leading him. But, you know, but if people are looking right at us here, they won't necessarily see anything but two people walking next to each other, you know? Okay. And I just want to get to the nearest place where I can turn north. Cool. Yeah. Uh, You should be able to do that 
uh, pretty easily. Um, just sort of continue to walk and then sort of like relax yourselves as time goes on. And eventually you can like let Yarfik be walking on his own and, and you know, no one is the wiser. You're not really being exactly. watched right now by anybody. So cool. you can you can pretty nonchalantly do all of that uh, until you make it to the, the turnoff. Uh, that'll take you towards the bridge so you can go back. So essentially backtracking back towards mm-hmm. the tower because that's the only entrance uh, up to the Mesa without having to, like, climb a cliff. Okay, nice. And uh, you can do that. Ildov, if you want to, like, run, just sort of keep a higher pace for a bit, you can sort of catch up with them, mm-hmm. um, which you do. And the, Like uh, a casual jog. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. The four of you are back together again. Cassian, you have a new item. You haven't even looked at it yet, but it's in the pouch of your belt. Uh, Ildov, yes. you have something new uh, as well in a in a pocket on the inside of your robe. Uh, you know that this mission was successful. You you got you each got something that that will be useful. And as you make your way back, are you guys going back to the tower or where? What's your destination? We want to get to the next nor- the next northernmost reliquary spot as soon as possible. I think we're trying to catch up with Tizo. Yeah. So whatever yeah. the quickest way to get us northwards again is. Okay. Uh, do you know where that is? Did Lorem okay. tell us anything about it, or did he just tell us about the closest one? Lorem only mentioned the closest one, and you did not ask anybody in the reliquary where the other stations were. I guess we'll just keep heading north and looking look for a similar kind of building and, and or a gnome. Yeah, we could also look for the minister. Yeah. That, we, we thought the minister was probably in the temple, right? Mm-hmm. Which is across the bridge anyway, so we probably can go that way, and we might be able to see the platform too and see what's going on. Great. I mean, I guess whichever one we come to first, maybe. Is the temple also in a northerly direction, would you say, Sam? I mean, it's it's on the... The building that you are referencing is on the eastern mesa. Okay. So it is technically north. You'd have to go north up onto the mesa and then across the bridge. Oh, okay. Well, let's head north first and just see if we can see the reliquary or the Ortizo. And if not, maybe we can do an adventure towards the temple. The bridge, yeah. Okay. Okay. So as you head north uh, with your pockets slightly heavier towards adventure of some kind at T minus 14 hours, we will end this episode. Oh, man. Yes! Okay. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at teampumanife.com. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and review. It's a super nice and, come to think of it, incredibly free thing for you to do. If you'd like to support the show, you've got options. You can go to patreon.com slash IWVTCast and throw some scratch our way, or you can go to dumpstattees.com and pick up a t-shirt using the code IWPOD. If you're just looking for some light reading, then check out iwvt.fandom.com and peruse our wiki. The Improvised Weapons theme and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can hear Adam's latest album, The Badger Flies at Dawn, on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify. And you can hear the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from battlebards.com. To use them in your game, Follow the link in the episode description to sign up for Battle Bards Prime. 
or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. You can find out more about Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms at CodenameEntertainment.com and be on the lookout each week for a code for a free in-game gold chest. Tune in next time as coming off a successful con, Grifter's gonna grift. Will the gang be able to pull wool over more eyes and grab more gear? We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>